Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Guys, so welcome to September, almost, it's tomorrow, and welcome back to school. If you've been away for a while, it's time to start again with more enthusiasm, with more energy, you know, no matter what's happening in the world with this pandemic and, you know, this whole thing, I'm sure it affected all of us, um, sometimes more, sometimes less, but it is a global thing, that's why it's called pandemic, <laughs> right? And But anyhow, um, it should be additional motivation for us to work on our health, on our healthier habits more and better, and with more energy, more enthusiasm, to get more energy and more health and vitality. And hopefully this podcast will be um, of good service, will be great assistant for you to make that transition to healthier habits easier and smarter and better, helping you to make better choices every day. And guys, believe it or not, your individual choice makes our food system um, better or worse, depending on what kind of choice uh, you make, you decide to make today. Our individual choices create our collective choice. And that collective choice defines what kind of food system we want as a society. And that defines how our food system works, what is available, how it's made, how it's done. So our individual choices do matter a lot. So every time you put something on your plate, just make sure that you make a choice, you make an investment into the kind of food system, the kind of society that you'd like to see more of. If you want a more healthy food, more healthy choices available everywhere, easier, you know, a more affordable um, choices that are also better for our planet, for our whole society, you know, just make sure that you are making appropriate choices much more often. Hopefully, with your help and all our efforts, we'll make, we'll create a better food system that also helps us make those better choices. Anyhow, guys, so welcome to the school and let's learn how to make better choices today. So, guys, it's almost September. Uh, September is tomorrow and it's uh, the best time, you know, new months, new beginning to work on um, improving our healthy eating, healthy lifestyle habits. And you know, guys, there is a better way to do it and there is a worse way to do it based on everything that we know about human psychology and our motivation and how our brain works and how habit formation works for human beings. So based on all of that, there is a better way to do that. And because I'm a coach, I spend a lot of time helping people to change their habits and also learning about the science of behavior change. Like, what does it take to actually change our habits for life? Of course, I also practice a lot. Personally, I change much or trying to change something uh, that works better for me, that I believe will work better for me, you know, every single month, every single week, experiment, I, you know, see what my clients do and work, work, what works for them, what doesn't really work for them, and then... So, I'm bringing you the best information on how to actually make a change happen, make it permanent, make it stay. And let me start with this statement. Goals are directions. 
routines are what makes goals real. So again, goals are directions, routines or habits are what makes goals real. So guys, before you decide to change something, you got to have a goal. Like that should say why you're doing something in what exactly you're trying to do. For example, you want to have more energy or you want to have less of certain health problem. Maybe you want to manage your blood sugar. Maybe weight is an issue and you want to be in a better physical shape. And maybe you want to look better. Maybe you want to lose weight. Like that's your goal, right? It's best to have a number so you know where you know you're going and how long it might take you to get there. But goals are only directions. Just by looking at your goal, it's not gonna make make it make itself happen. And also, guys, if you just constantly checking on that goal without allowing yourself to do certain actions and allow the time to make this goal happen, you're just going to put yourself under too much stress. And too much stress makes us sabotage our own goals because we feel like we're under too much pressure. And anytime we feel too much pressure and too much stress, we are much less likely to have enough energy to actually invest it into the effort needed to make our goal happen. So we need to help ourselves to feel less stress. And one of the ways, one of the very powerful ways to do that is to, you know, write down the goal, have it in mind, have it as a direction, but don't fixate on that. Because the way the goal happens, it doesn't all depend on what you do and how you do it. You know, in life, there are a lot of uncertainties and we can't order our body, for example, to lose weight. There is, it's not going to happen. And starving yourself, starving ourselves, you know, um, putting ourselves under a lot of physical and mental pressure, it's not the answer. Again, it's just going to self-sabotage ourselves. So, have goal as in as a direction as your why like where you want to go where you want to move and then release it because again not everything depends on what you do how much of this you do and how you do it so you have a goal you have a direction and then brainstorm a list like let's take lose weight and then brainstorm a list of things that you might start doing uh, things meaning behaviors, meaning actual daily habits. So you have a goal, you have a direction, then you release it because again, not everything depends on you. You can't order yourself to, for example, lose weight or get healthier urgently. Like it's not how it doesn't work like that. Our body is not something that take orders. You just can't do that, but you can have a direction and build your habits around that direction and then track your goal at the end of, let's say, months. That's a good idea to track it once a month. So anyhow, you have a goal, you have your direction. Now you are brainstorming lists of things, of habits, of daily routines that most probably will lead you to moving closer to that goal and at a certain time, um, point in time, actually reaching that goal. So for example, you want to lose weight, right? You want to be lighter at the end of this month of September. So what kind of things you can start doing? You can 
start walking every morning and every night. That's what I started to do when I realized I wanted to be more active and maintain better fitness because I work a lot on my computer. I sit a lot, even though I'm a health coach, but most of my work is done in front of my computer, talking to people on the phone, you know, talking with them in Zoom, over Skype, writing articles, reading research, a lot of work at my computer. So I realized that I'm losing my fitness and I want to improve it. I want to move more because it makes me feel much, much better, more energetic. Plus, it makes me look the way I want to look, right? So I decided no matter what, to walk at least 30 minutes in the morning, at least 30 minutes at night after my last meal. Not exactly after, but, you know, after that walk, I don't have any food. And that I chose that behavior because it's very flexible. Like, it doesn't matter where I am, I can still walk. I don't need a gym, I don't need anything. You know, if it's raining, I take an umbrella. Um, if um, it's too hot, uh, I don't know, I undress. <laughs> um, if I'm at the airport, I'm just gonna walk circles at the airport. The best is outside, not on a treadmill, because also you need to expose yourself to natural light. Anyhow, so one of the things you might be doing regular walking. Another thing, adding a serving of vegetables to every of your meals. Every time you eat, you eat a serving of vegetables before you eat anything else. Make your habits as precise as possible. So for example, with walking, what's the minimum? 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 5 minutes. For me, it's 30 minutes. Um, For veggies, what is a serving of veggies? Like, what does it look like? Choose your favorite cup, measure it, eyeball it, and kind of, you know, see how much of veggies it is. Confirm to yourself that this is your serving that you will be starting every meal with, right? And that may change. Maybe you want to eat more green vegetables. So that's going to be like your broccoli, your Brussels sprouts, your spinach, your kale, your Swiss chard, your bok choy, uh, your asparagus. You know, there are so many of those vegetables. So maybe this month to improve your health, to lose weight, to regulate your appetite better, you're going to eat a portion of your favorite vegetables before each of your meal. Um, and again, what, how much, what kind of vegetables, you know? How are you going to cook them? Where are you going to get them? So think about it. Uh, Maybe another thing is um, instead of sugar, start using stevia as a sweetener. Um, Maybe swapping all of your sugar-containing products, like maybe sauces, maybe dressings, maybe some snacks, uh, maybe sugary drinks, uh, you decide to replace it with something that has no added sugars or much, 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 much less sugars. Or again, maybe you decide to ask for a stevia or some other good-for-you alternative um, sweetener to use in your coffees, in your teas. Um, Maybe you decide to sleep on a regular basis, seven, eight um, hours every night. That is proven to help with weight loss in, in direct ways. Maybe you decide to not eat after 6 p.m. or keep 14-hour fasting window, right? There are so many ways that you can uh, affect your health and your weight loss. 
And so you brainstorm like 10 of those behaviors. And then what you go, what you do for the next month is every week you decide to work on just that one habit. You decide to master it and see how you can implement it into your life so it feels natural to you. So if it's walking, just first week start walking. You decide to go out, you decide to go out for a walk every morning and every night like I do, then figure out how you can do it. Maybe you have to take your kids to school. Maybe you have to go to work really early. Maybe you have to um, have, I don't know, meetings or calls. Like figure out where your morning walk fits naturally in your schedule. Don't build your life around your goals. Build your goals around your life so they feel natural to you, right? So take one habit, one behavior, and take one week to figure out how it fits into your life, where you can fit it in so it feels naturally. So that is um, step number two after brainstorming. Work on that, you know, one habit, one behavior change, um, one at a time. Take a full week working just on that. Then the next week, introduce something new. Maybe that next week, um, you're going to start sleeping better. You're going to figure out how to move things around to create a better sleeping schedule. So again, it feels natural to you. Maybe that's going to be your th- second week and you build it on top of the previous one. On third week, you do something else. And, you know, on fourth week, you do something else. And so you have four weeks, four habits that you're working through the whole month. And at the end of the month, you you measure results. Like, you know, how you feel. Uh, Did you lose any weight or not? Uh, How your energy levels are. Just do you subjectively feel healthier? Maybe you even do some lab work, you know, maybe your nutrient status, like uh, what kind of vitamins, minerals you are missing or not missing, your blood sugar levels, uh, your uh, cholesterol and other, you know, blood lipids levels, uh, different markers that are available to you. That is also an amazing way, you know. Maybe instead of weight, you measure body fat percentage. That is also really great. But every day, don't track your goal. Don't weigh yourself. None none of that. What you do every day is you track your behavior. So if one week you decide to work on your walk, then somewhere on a piece of paper, maybe on your phone, have a note that will say walking. And Every day you do your walking, you put a check mark or whatever mark you like, right? And so you track the behavior, not the goal. And then the next week you have your walking and then you have your sleep. So you put a check mark every time you walk, you put a check mark every time you sleep and track again the behavior, not the goal. At the end of the month, you track the goals that you choose at the beginning of the month. And that will allow you to get closer and closer and closer to your goal, respecting your lifestyle, your body, and not stressing about things that you can't control. Like again, you cannot tell your body to lose weight. You cannot order your health to change. You can do different things. You can change your habits. You can change your behavior. And you can track that and figure out a way to comply, to be more consistent. 
And then each month you're going to track the actual goal. And what you're tracking is, are you getting closer? Uh, are you not getting closer? Uh, like, you know, what's happening subjectively? And maybe you have some objective measures, like maybe, um, again, nutrient status, maybe body fat percentage, like whatever that, maybe blood sugar levels, right? Uh, whatever that meaningful thing that you're trying to improve. And in all areas of our life, that's the best way to get closer to our goals, to change our life, to change ourselves, and ultimately to make changes permanent and grow beyond that. You know, crash diets or doing a lot of work, burning ourselves out is not sustainable, maintainable, and it doesn't produce long-term change. It doesn't change us, how we are, how we show up for our life uh, many years after that, right? What does create a permanent change again is change in, in behavior that we create by respecting our lifestyle, our biology, and just how life works. So again, guys, this is September, beginning of school year, of your year uh, at food school, uh, beginning of new goals, of new habits, new behaviors, of uh, just more learnings of new things, of doing things better. So let's start doing things better and smarter. And uh, I'm definitely going to be working on that too with you along, along with you. So first, again, goals are directions. Routines are what makes goals real. Set goal as a direction where you want to go, where you want to move. Then brainstorm ways how you believe you can get closer to your goal. Choose one behavior change for every week of the next months. Also choose how you're going to track whether you're getting closer or not towards your goal. Like choose, you know, your tracking method. What we track, what we measure gets improved but you don't need to obsess about it every day. <laughs> That's actually counterproductive. So we want to measure the progress at the end of each month. Goal is a direction. Then we brainstorm ways to get closer to that goal. We choose one behavior for each week and we track. What do we track, guys? We track how often we manage to do that. We figure out a way during that week how to implement this lifestyle change, this behavior into our life naturally so it sticks with us, right? Brainstorm, take one week to practice one behavior, measure consistency, track consistency, and then at the end of the month, track how closer you got towards your goal and just make some sort of conclusion, maybe write in your journal, subjectively. Are you getting closer? Are you getting further away? What can you do better? What are the next steps? And so on. And so we go closer and closer and closer to our goals. That's it for today, guys. Uh, Monday and tomorrow is going to be Tuesday and September 1st. So let's again start changing in a better way, in a smarter way. Let's start doing it together. 
For the rest of the week and probably the rest of the month, we're going to be talking a lot about nutrients of concern or those nutrients that most people statistically are deficient in. And what's more importantly, uh, we're going to we're going to talk a lot about practice, how to eat those nutrients on a regular basis, eating patterns, how without tracking, make sure that you are consuming those nutrients, what kind of foods, what kind of food groups you might introduce, like what are the easiest cooking and eating methods for those foods. So we're going to talk a lot about that and, you know, some other episodes here and there. So get ready. Tomorrow we are talking about folate. And if you don't know what folate folate is, then that's okay. You're going to find out tomorrow what it is and why it's important and what's the most important thing, where to eat it. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate this episode, to uh, review this episode so it can reach more people. Also, don't forget to share this episode. That's even more important than rating or reviewing it. You know, share this episode with one another person who's going to benefit from it the most, whose life can, can be better because they listened to this episode. So you'll do me a huge favor if you, sh- favor if you share this episode with somebody who is really meaningful to you, who is dear to your heart and mind and just important in your life. So share this episode. You'll also learn better, remember better, and will be more motivated to practice it to set a better example for people around you. Thank you guys for staying with me, for tuning in. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.